Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Please, Father God, fill this place with thy spirit. Fill it so full that we had to run out of this place. Father God, Lord, be with those that are on the instruments, those that are working the multimedia. Be with all the family of Mount Calvary Nation that's here right now and those that are at home watching from their homes. We love you, Father. You're a good God. Look in on our pastor. He's been so busy, Father God, and we've been lifting him up to you. Give him some rest, Father God, Lord, from his labor. Help him, Father God, Lord, to, to, to hand out assignments when it's too much for him. Be with his family by his side. Be with all of the Mount Calvary nation. Let your light so shine in us that folks will see our good works and give you the glory because you deserve it. We love you, Father. We can't make this journey without you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Somebody ought to say amen. Say amen again. Amen. Open up your mouth and say amen. Ah, hallelujah. Amen. He deserves all the honor, the glory, the praise. Anybody here love the Lord? So we're going to sing this song to the Lord today. I love you. I love you, my Lord. I love you. I love you. I love you, my Lord. I love you. I love you. I love you, my Lord. You know it now. Sing to the Lord, I love you. 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 My Lord. My Lord. With all my heart, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Let's tell you, I thank you.
I love you, 
Jesus. I worship and adore you. Just want Lord, I love you more than anything. Okay, come on, let's tell it. Jesus, I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. One more time, tell them I love you. I love you, Jesus. I you first loved us yes lord thank you so scarcely would a man die Ooh. for somebody who's been good to him but you loved us so much when we yes. were sinners yes you gave yes. your life for us thank you. so we can't help but love thank you lord we want to love you we want to love you and we want our lives to be a witness of that love so we give you glory we give you honor we give you praise this morning in Jesus' precious name. And all the saints said, Amen. If you love him, give him some kind of praise. Hallelujah to the name of Jesus. What an absolutely wonderful Savior we serve, who has brought us safely through another week and has allowed us to see the start of a new one. If you love him, give him some kind, any kind. We don't all have to do the same thing, but everybody breathing ought to do something to tell the Lord thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. We serve an absolutely wonderful God. We serve a great God who is worthy of our great praise. Welcome to those who are in the building, those who are worshiping in the physical house today. We are glad you have chosen to worship with us. We don't take that lightly, especially those who are visiting with us. 
we want to say to you, you are welcome. As a matter of fact, we want to sing it to you. Come on, Mount Calvary. Let's sing to them. Come on. We welcome you into Mount Calvary. It's house of worship. So glad you came. Exalt his name. Let's lift him up together. Thank God we're here from far and near. The Lord has brought us this far. And with the love of Christ, we are transforming lives. We're transforming lives. That's what we're about. Revealing the glory of God's kingdom. Here's how we're doing it. majority of us are still worshiping virtually. The majority of us are still online. Those who are worshiping with us uh, on the Facebook page or on YouTube or on the website, welcome. We are glad you've chosen to worship with us. Uh, in light of this pandemic that we are still not quite out of, we, uh, we understand that everybody doesn't feel comfortable coming into the building, but we're grateful that God has given the technology that allows us to be together virtually. And we're grateful for the people behind the technology who make it possible every week for us to be together. Welcome to you as well. Let me make a few observations and then we will continue in our worship. We do have a card of thanks uh, from Sister Rosalind Battle. The greatest thing you can give someone is love. And Mount Calvary, you gave much love. For you're among the nicest people I've ever known. And you'll never be forgotten for the thoughtfulness you've shown. Thanks for everything, love. Ms. Rosalind Battle, this was sent uh, after the passing of her husband, Brother Herbert Battle. On April 10th, Sunday, April 10th, I guess that's next Sunday, uh, we have been invited to worship with the Unity Baptist Church of Columbus, Ohio. Um, I, I don't know, I told the pastor, I don't, I don't know how many of us are, are traveling for afternoon worship um, across town, let alone to Columbus, um, but there are those who will go. I will be there. Uh, the music ministry will be there in some form uh, next Sunday at 4 o'clock at the Unity Baptist Church in Columbus. Um, on the one call this week and on the church's Facebook page, we'll have the address um, they will be providing dinner at 3 o'clock um, for those who do choose to come and eat with them uh, and their congregational uh, and their congregation uh, for their church anniversary. That is next Sunday, dinner at 3, and the service will begin at 4 o'clock sharp. Uh, then on April the 24th, that is the fourth Sunday this month, at 4 o'clock, we will go to worship with the Mount Carmel Baptist Church on Dayton Liberty Road. Uh, we will help Mount Carmel celebrate their church anniversary on the fourth Sunday this month, if you'd put those on your calendar. Would you pray for Sister Tara 
Bolden and her family minister, Tara, uh, also Brother Devin, uh, Tara's father-in-law, Willie Lee Bolden passed um, in Paducah, Kentucky, and uh, that's Devin and, uh, and Jada's grandmother. Would you please keep that family in your prayers? Uh, also, if you would keep uh, Miss Sophia uh, Pate in your prayers and her family. Uh, Sophia, her baby passed um, this week. Please keep, please keep her in your prayers. Would you do that? Uh, Brother McCory, Leroy McCory, is listed on the sick list if you picked one up. Uh, he is in the Miami Valley Hospital. Would you keep him in your prayers? Um, but they are requesting no visitors. Uh, so don't, don't go see him. Just pray for him. And then I would certainly that you would uh, keep uh, Brother Cam. You notice the organ is, uh, is vacant today. Um, I did not even realize until about three weeks ago that his wife was expecting again. And, um, and they are at the hospital. Um, so would you keep Brother Cam and his lovely wife in your prayer um, and, and, the, and the, the coming baby? Uh, and then I would also ask that you would keep my wife in your prayers. I asked her if it was okay uh, to share with you. She's, many of you know that she suffers with um, ulcerative colitis, uh, and today she is suffering with, uh, with ulcerative colitis, and, uh, and she has asked us to please pray. Um, after we finish, I'll get on out of here and, um, and go see to her. All right. I believe that is... No, it's not. Um, come on, uh, Brother Jackson. Mount Calvary has, uh, while he's coming, Mount Calvary is putting together a team for the National uh, Epilepsy Foundation's Walk to End Epilepsy. And Mount Calvary is putting together a team because whether you know it or not, believe it or not, uh, there are a great number of us who are members of Mount Calvary who suffer with epilepsy, uh, who have uh, seizures, and uh, so Mount Calvary is putting together a team. There is a physical walk which um, we can participate in, uh, but also it doesn't have to be the day and time of that physical walk. You can be logging miles up until that time uh, as we raise money together as a team for, uh, to end epilepsy. Deaconess Sandifer, would you stand please? Uh, Deaconess Sandifer is the one who is putting together our, uh, our team uh, for here at Mount Calvary. If you have questions, um, what, should, what should they do, Deaconess? Oh. 937-475-1569. 937-475-1569. You can give her a call on her cell phone or you can see her before you leave today uh, as long as the ushers are not directing you in a different direction because you have to follow their direction. All right? Good. Thank you. Uh, and our own Dr. Crystal Hagens um, is... Mm -hmm. I'm going to mess up her title, uh, but she runs things for the Epilepsy Foundation um, here in Ohio, and she may have a couple of other regions as well, uh, but we certainly want to. And, and Oh, you're right there, Dr. Higgins. Um, Ohio and Indiana, and we certainly want to support. We thank God for, uh, for adding to... Uh, for adding to this church for adding to the Mount Calvary Nation 
and uh, there are several among us who have completed new member orientation and if you are in person today we want to see who you are and if you're online we'll get your certificate to you uh, Rodney Birdsong are you here this morning And while I'm coming, Julie Bird song. God bless you, sir. There you are. And welcome officially. Well, glad to have LaShawn Jackson. Crystal Howard. And forgive me if I mispronounce Kamika or Kamikia Washington. All right. Praise God for adding to the family. Good. While we are in this interim uh, period, um, you all know that we will start our Director of uh, Music and Worship Arts search very shortly. Um, within the next week or two, those who are currently, um, or I guess it's been about two years since you've been together, uh, but those who are in the Music and Worship Arts ministry, I will ask us to come together. I want to get your take on what you are looking for in a leader. Um, and I just want us to come together so I can listen and take notes and, uh, and Reverend Wilson and the personnel team can, uh, can listen and take notes and we can get this search underway. And in the meantime, I appreciate those that I've asked to serve uh, who, who just step in and, and on different Sundays, uh, it, you will see different people before you. I appreciate uh, the deacons last week uh, for leading us in devotion. And I ask uh, Minister Pate if she wouldn't mind coming and ministering in song today. And so she's going to come and lead us further in worship. And then we're going back to Psalm 37. Psalm 37. Praise the Lord, saints. Praise the Lord, saints. I can't see your smiling faces, but I can feel it. I was blessed when I came into the house of the Lord to see all of his beautiful people. And I know that when we come into this place, we have to make it personal. I'm not here for you. You're not here for me. We're here to praise the Lord. And I just wanted to just drop this little bit thing. He knows my name. He knows my name. He knows my name. You should take it personal. This is your worship time. He knows your name. And oh, how he walks with me. Hey, glory. And oh, how he talks with me. 
And oh, how he tells me, hallelujah, I am his own. He knows my name. Hallelujah, Jesus. He knows my name. You take it personal, he knows you. Hey. He knows my name. Hallelujah. Mm. He knows my name. You just smile because he knows you. And oh, how he walks with me. Hallelujah. Everywhere, everywhere. And oh, how he talks with me. He tells you secrets. And oh, how he tells me. I am his own. Stay right there and worship. Worship the Lord. That's what he made us to do. He made us to worship and praise him. No matter what, no matter what we're going through, he says, he says, shine like the sun, shine like the sun, feel his anointing, feel his love, overflow, thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm. Praise your name, Jesus. Oh, 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 Lord. Oh, Lord. You've been good to me. I was just sitting here thinking about Looking back over my life. And Lord, just show back to me. When I was down and out, I did not have a dime. You made a way for me, Lord, so many times. And I know you brought me. You've been a mother for me. You've been a father for me. You've been a sister, love, and you've been a brother too. You did not leave me, Lord. You stayed right there by my side. And when trouble comes, Lord, you hide the tears from my my weeping eyes. Could have been dead Sleeping in my grave You made mine My enemies behave And I know you brought me Hey, 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 hey. You brought me From a mighty, mighty long way You've been a mother for me. You've been my father for me. You've been a sister, Lord, 
Anybody grateful that the Lord has brought you? Yeah. Psalm 37, just before we get there, I did get a text on my way back to my seat from Brother Cameron that the baby is here and baby and mama are doing well. Praise God. Adverse, he didn't say. It's a boy. It's a boy. <laughs> Good. All right. Uh, Psalm 37, going back there, beginning at verse 23. And today we're reading from the, the uh, King James Version of the Holy Bible. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Verse 24, though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. Verses 23 and 24 of Psalm 37, you may be seated. Again, thank you, Minister Pate. Thank you, Sister Burks and, uh, and the praise team. I appreciate you all serving today. Over the past several weeks, we have been slow walking through Psalm 37, a sermonic psalm, a teaching psalm written by one who is familiar to most of us, King David, written at a point in his life where he has been through some things, he has seen some things and observed some things, he has seen God move, he has lived long enough to have gathered some wisdom to share with us through his pen. And in this psalm, he teaches about life and godliness by using comparisons. In the verses that we have studied so far, we have seen David's comparison of two distinct, separate, unique group of people, the wicked and the righteous. Indeed, this psalm has much to say about the wicked, which we have seen. Verse 2 says, they're like the grass that soon withers and the green plants that soon die away. Verse 9 says the wicked will be destroyed. Verse 10 says a little while and you won't even see them. You won't even see where they have been. Verse 12 says the wicked plot against the righteous, gnash their teeth at them. Verse 13 says the Lord laughs at the wicked because he knows their day is coming. Verse 14 says the wicked draw the sword, they bend the bow so that they can bring down the poor and needy to slay those whose ways are upright. But verse 15 assures that the wicked's sword will pierce their own hearts and their bows will be broken. As a matter of fact, verse 17 says that the little power they have is going to be broken. And verse 20 says the, the wicked will perish Though the Lord's enemies are like the flowers of the field, they will be consumed. They'll go up in smoke. And verse 21, be careful, because verse 21 says the wicked borrow and don't pay back. 
There is a lot to be said about the wicked in this psalm. But today we focus in on the good news found about the righteous in verses 23 and 24. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way. That's good news for good men. And while it may sound like a message that is gender driven, the text is not necessarily restricted to men. Indeed, the Hebrew word that is used in the original text is a masculine noun, but it is a word that can be used to represent humankind. So the emphasis, not, the emphasis here is not on gender or sex. Instead, the emphasis implied in this word is the type of human being being described. King James Version reads, a good man, if you see that in your King James Version. And the, re the, the reason that the word good is italicized is because it was added by the translators in order to help us to try to understand what's going on. But the word is simply gever, man. But more than just a man, it is a strong man a warrior with an emphasis on strength and ability to fight that's how I know that David wasn't leaving out the sisters because some of the strongest human beings that have ever been created are women thus brothers and sisters this passage describes warriors period male and female those who are in the fight look at somebody through your mask and tell them that's you realize it or not we are at war uh, brothers and sisters that's why Paul tells us in Ephesians chapter 6 at verse 10 to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor, the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Because we struggle not against flesh and blood but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. And today on our way to the table I just want to preach from this subject winning warriors winning warriors because you do recognize that as righteous warriors as soldiers of the cross our victory is assured over and over again in this psalm David points out how even when it looks like the wicked are winning the righteous will prevail well, here in these two verses, the psalmist illuminates for us the commonalities that winning warriors have. He provides for us an outline of five elements that winning warriors share. And I want to point those five elements out to you now. Let's look at the, look at the text. It says, the steps. Stop right there. That's the first element. It's already been revealed. 
I'm in the text. The first thing that winning warriors have in common is number one, movement. Movement. Movement says, or I'm sorry, David says, the steps of a good man are ordered. That word steps implies movement. You cannot step without moving. Winning warriors keep moving. Winning warriors keep progressing. They don't stop because it gets difficult. They keep pushing. They keep moving. In his wisdom, Pastor John Jackson Jr. used to tell me like this, a moving target can't be hit. <laughs> Listen, I do have five points to get through, so I can't stay too long at this first one. But I do like the way that Langston Hughes put it when he wrote this poem, Mother to Son. He said, well, son, I'll tell you. Life for me ain't been no crystal stair. It's had tacks in it and splinters and boards torn up and places with no carpet on the floor bare. But all the time I've been a-climbing and reaching landing and turning corners and sometimes going in the dark where there ain't been no light. So boy, don't you turn back. Don't you sit down on the steps because you find it's kind of hard. Don't you fall now for I'm still going, honey. I'm still climbing and life for me ain't been no crystal stair. That's not Bible enough? Okay. Paul said it like this, Philippians 3.13 but this one thing I I do forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward unto the things which are before I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus that's why the Bible says don't be weary in well doing for in due season you shall reap if you don't faint if you don't give up if you don't stop if you keep moving keep going don't stop here don't rest on what has been the first element that keeps warriors winning is movement even if I'm just marking time I'm still moving but not only that number two winning warriors have good management Management. I'm still in the text. Look at what it says. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Can I tell you something? Every single step, every single movement is ordered by Jehovah. The all-powerful, all-knowing, all-seeing, all-sufficient, self-existent God. The word, that word ordered in the original text literally means set up, established, fixed, prepared. All my steps, all your steps have been ordered by God, established by God, fixed by God, set up and prepared by God. Isn't that something? And it doesn't say or even imply that only the good steps are ordered. It doesn't say some steps are ordered. It says these steps. Huh? That's every step. The good man, the righteous one, the winning warrior doesn't take a step 
that God doesn't order. Oh God. Now that's a little hard to digest. Because sometimes we don't realize that it was God until we look back and see the step we took. (laughs) I have a sneaking suspicion that there are some people in this sanctuary right now. I do have a sneaking suspicion there are some people online right now, some winning warriors who can look back over your life and see that it was nobody but God who was directing your path, who was ordering your... As a matter of fact, even when you weren't thinking about him, he was directing you even when you didn't ask for his direction there he was guiding your every footstep orchestrating your affairs conducting your business opening the right doors shutting the right doors bringing people into your life taking people out of your life placing you in the right job getting you out of the wrong job getting you out of the mess you got yourself into there was God carrying you through every trial hiding you in his wing covering you in that storm walking you through the dark valley there was God comforting you in that loss holding you in that heartache there was God your refuge and your strength there was God a very present help in trouble I've got to move but I do have a sneaking suspicion that somebody can testify as I look back over my life and I think things over I can truly say why don't you just take a second or two right now and thank him for ordering your steps even when you didn't know it was him Winning warriors have movement. Winning warriors have good management. But thirdly, winning warriors display number three, agreement. Agreement. I'm still in the text. It's in verse 23. He delighteth in his way. Listen to how the New International Version puts it. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. You all recognize that language? Remember back up in verse 4? David said, delight yourself also in the Lord. In other words, be happy about it. Take exquisite delight in it to make merry over. Make merry over the way that the Lord has for you. Hmm instead of worrying about the way that he has for somebody else instead of being envious of somebody else's steps be happy about the way the Lord directs your steps take delight in where you are and who got you there 
make merry about the fact that the very God of gods, the king of the universe, the blessed and only potentate, the maker of heaven and earth, the ruler of all things, orders your every step. And even though your step may not look like mine and my step may not look like yours, it's ordered by God, it's directed by God, and it will get us to our divine destiny. In Winston translation, learn how to agree with God about you. <laughs> learn how to agree with God and stop trying to make him agree with you. You do recognize that's what prayer is about. Agreeing with God, not trying to make him agree with us. Learn how to say nevertheless not my will but yours be done because I trust you and you only do what's right learn how to live a life of yes yes Lord yes to your will yes to your way somebody shout yes Lord the winning warrior displays movement. The winning warrior, I'm trying to keep it moving. The winning warrior is under good management. The winning warrior learns how to be in agreement with God. But then there is something else that is displayed here in the text. It is a word about number four, commitment. Commitment. Now, when I say commitment, I am not referring so much about our commitment to God. And we should be fully committed to him. But I am referring specifically about his commitment to us, or rather his commitment to his plan for us. Uh, it's really just a form of his mercy. Look at the text. I'm still in the text. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. Though he fall, you do recognize that even winning warriors sometimes stumble and fall. You do realize, because I don't want you to have unrealistic expectations, you do realize that every now and then, even winning warriors, even victorious soldiers miss the mark. Even winning warriors fall. Wait a minute, Pastor. I thought you told me that the Bible says he is able to keep us from falling. That's right. That's the word. And so that's the truth. But there are two things that I want you to notice about that passage and that context in Jude. First of all, you, you go and study it for yourself when we're done. That passage in Jude, in Jude is talking about falling away from the faith. Because Jude uh, verse, chapter 1 verse 18, in the last times, there will be scoffers who will follow their own ungodly desires. Verse 19, these are the people who will divide you, who follow mere natural instincts 
and do not have the spirit but Jude is saying that doesn't have to be you he is able to keep you from falling that's the first thing second thing it says he is able I don't, I don't even want to finish the thought because I don't want you to think that somehow between last Sunday and this I got unsaved but it says he is able it does not say he will but the good news in Psalm 37 is that even if the righteous man falls he won't be utterly thrown away. Uh, I think you missed your shout cue. Because that statement is all about God's mercy. The Lord won't give up on him. That's mercy. The Lord won't change his mind about him. That's mercy. Uh, let, me, let me see if I can bring it closer to, even if you fall you will not be utterly thrown away in other words the Lord won't give up on you the Lord won't change his mind about is there anybody in this sanctuary anybody who is online who is a living witness that even though you may have fallen even though we may have blown it is there anybody anywhere grateful that even though you missed the mark, even though you forgot who you were for a moment, even though you fell, the Lord didn't cast you away? Can anybody testify, I almost gave up. I was right at the edge of a breakthrough, but I couldn't see it. The devil really had me, but Jesus came and grabbed me and he held me close. So is there anybody grateful because the Lord is committed to his plan for you? Anybody grateful that the Lord doesn't start anything he doesn't finish? Is there anybody grateful that the Lord looked beyond your faults and met your need? Is there anybody, as a matter of fact, I am the only reason I'm committed to him like I'm committed to him is because he was committed to me like he's committed to me. Just how committed is he? I'm so glad you asked me. I'm almost done. He's committed enough to give his only begotten son committed enough to make him who knew no sin to become sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God in him he's committed enough that while we were yet sinners Christ died for the ungodly committed enough to give his son's own back to the smiters committed enough to lay our transgressions on his dear son committed enough to put our iniquities on Jesus his son he's committed enough 
to put the chastisement for our peace on his dear son committed enough to give us healing by Jesus stripes he's committed enough to give Jesus to die didn't he die he died on the cross for my sins and for your sins as a matter of fact God could have chosen to never love again fallen man could have gone his way and died in sin but God in his compassion said I'll pay redemption's price and so he took on the form of man and became the perfect sacrifice he's committed to his plan so committed that he gave Jesus to die in our place and so we say hallelujah we say glory thank you Jesus 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 Thank you, Lord, for being committed to your plan for us. Is there anybody here who's grateful that God stuck to his plan? That God stuck to his plan. When I tried to do my own thing, God stuck to his plan. When I tried to go my own way, God stuck to his plan. When I made plans of my own, God, he stuck to his plan. I dare you clap your hands and tell the Lord thank you. The winning warrior displays movement. The winning warrior has God's management. The winning warrior is in agreement. The winning warrior has God's commitment. But I told you there were five and that's only four. There is one more, just one more thing that keeps the winning warrior winning. And that is the winning warrior has reinforcement. Did you hear what I said? The winning warrior has reinforcement. For the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. That word uphold just means to support, to hold up, to reinforce. In other words, when I stand, I'm not standing alone. When I fight, I'm not fighting alone. When I step, I'm not stepping by myself. That's why David wrote, Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. 
thou anoint my head with oil my cup runs over surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever he's with me wherever I go when I get weary he's holding me up when I get tired he holds me up he is my reinforcement is there anybody in this building right now is there anybody watching online who can testify I know the Lord is with me in good times he's with me in bad times he's still with me in triumph he's with me in tragedy he's with me in celebration he's with me even in frustration he's still with me the Bible says God is our refuge and God is our strength he's a very present help in trouble the Bible says you hem me in behind and before you laid your hands on me the Bible says where can I go from your spirit where can I flee from your presence if I go into the heavens you're there if I make my bed in the depths you're there if I rise on the wings of the dawn even there your hand shall lead me oh I've seen I've seen the lightning flashing and I've heard I've heard the thunder roll I've felt sins breakers dashing uh, trying to conquer my soul but I heard the voice of Jesus telling me Sam keep on fighting bidding me still uh, to fight on he promised He promised. Oh, he promised. He'll never leave me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Never. Listen. I try to leave y'all alone because I know you don't want to do it but you don't have to talk to anybody you don't want to but if there's somebody close to you they probably live with you anyway so I wish that you would reach over and tell somebody I've got some reinforcements I'm not in this thing alone he hems me in behind and before I've got grace following me I've got mercy following me I've got some reinforcements therefore we will not fear
I've got let me tell you this let me tell you this we have some of the best men and women who live who are part of what is called Mount Calvary's kingdom force they are our security and I appreciate them and I appreciate everything they do and from the time I arrive on campus they meet me at my car they bring me in somebody stays with me somebody watches my wife until the time I go and get back in my car somebody takes me to the car opens the door makes sure I'm in there and stands there till I drive away and I appreciate them I'm grateful for them because we live in dangerous times but they're just human beings and they are not the reason I don't fear the reason I don't fear is because every step I take hey there's somebody stepping with me y'all gonna have to shut the live shut the live for, for, uh, for 45 seconds take it to something else listen my presidential duties took me into a rather hostile environment last week that's why I wasn't here my presidential duties took me someplace else. Cut it back on now.
winning warriors. That's who I'm looking at. Winning warriors. That's who I'm looking at. Winning warriors. I, you got to get this on the inside. Winning warriors. Yeah, you're in a fight, but yes, you also win. <laughs> it's a fixed fight. It's a, you are winning warriors. Losing, do you hear me? Losing is not an option. You get it? Then clap your hands and tell the Lord thank you. Pastor Jackson's going to come and open the doors of the church. But look at this throughout the week. Read it. Stand in the mirror. Look at yourself while you declare this. The steps of a good man. The steps of a good woman. The steps of a righteous winning warrior are ordered by the Lord. Right? I may fall today, but I won't be utterly cast down because the Lord holds me with his hand that brothers and sisters is good news come on brother If you weren't helped by that, you must have had your ears closed or something. Amen. I've fallen before plenty of times and wondered who was that picking me up. And like Pastor said, even when I wasn't even serving God, wasn't even thinking about God, he was holding me up for a moment like this. Never, never would have thunk that I'll be standing in a pulpit preaching God's word all the hell I raised but he was holding me up and holding you up just so you can be a whoo, a winning warrior amen the doors of the church are, are now open we offer Christ to you now if you want to be a winning warrior you got to be on the right team Amen. You've got to be a child of God through his son, Jesus Christ. And if you've never confessed Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you can hear these words that are coming out of my mouth, that means he haven't given up on you. You can do it right now. And don't say, well, I got to get cleaned up before I accept him. The truth of the matter is, if you could clean yourself up, this place would be half empty <laughs> instead of full like it is right now. But you need some Jesus. He will walk with you. He will talk with you. He will begin to direct and order your steps. 
but you've got to believe in your heart that he's God's son that he died on that hill called Calvary and got up on that third day just like he said he would and now he has all power in his hand sitting on the right hand side of his father forever making intercession for us with our toy from the floor up cells. I'm so grateful. That was the best step I've ever made in my life. And it can be the best step, step that you make in your life. We offer Christ to you. If you've never been saved, why don't you come? If you don't want to come and stand among people, put your hand up in the air. Someone will come to you. If God is moving on your heart right now saying, accept me, don't fight that call. Accept him right now. And the Bible says you will be saved. Confess him right now. That's number one. But number two, if the Lord is laying on your heart to make Mount Calvary your family on the way to your heavenly home, if he's telling you to, to join this body of Christ, don't fight that one. Come on. This is a good church, y'all. Filled with good people. Spirit-led here. Definitely Bible-fed. Why don't you come? We offer him to you right now. Amen. Amen. If you're watching online and you want to give your, your life to Jesus, put it in the comment se section. You want to be saved. Someone will contact you and walk you through that thing. You might be over there in the UK. You might be somewhere else and you want to be a part of this body. You can be a part of this body. Amen. Thank God for the technology. Join us. Why don't you come? Amen, amen. Let's thank God for those who have come and for those who are online who have messaged Again, if you're online, if you want to be saved today, you want to make Mount Calvary your church home, just put it in the comments. Send us a message. Somebody will contact you shortly. We'll get you some information, get some information from you so that we can be the body that God is calling for this church to be in these last days. Uh, Minister Wortham, 
is, uh, is going to take care of getting their information and we are going to get ready to take the Lord's Supper together. Before we do so, um, Mount Media, you all have the covenant ready for us to recite together. No, you don't have it? Okay, you do. Good, great. Thank you. Good. We are going to recommit ourselves to each other and to the Lord through our covenant. It has been some time since we have said it together, uh, since before we experienced this pandemic, but we're just grateful to be back together again. If you would stand... Having been led as we believe by the Spirit of God to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior, and on the profession of our faith having been baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, we do now in the presence of God and this assembly most solemnly and joyfully enter into covenant with one another as one body in Christ. of this church in knowledge, holiness, and comfort, to promote its prosperity and spirituality, to sustain its worship, ordinances, discipline, and doctrine, to the support of its ministry, the expenses of the church, the relief of the poor, and the spread of the gospel through all nations. We also engage to maintain family and secret devotion, to religiously educate our children, to seek the salvation of our kindred and acquaintances, to walk circumspectly in the world, to be just in our dealings, faithful in our engagement, and exemplary in our deportment, to avoid all time, backbiting, and of sets of anger, with the help of the Holy Spirit to abstain from anything that the Bible calls sin and to be zealous in our efforts to advance the kingdom of our Savior. We further engage to watch over one another in brotherly love, to remember one another in prayer, to aid one another in sickness and distress, to cultivate Christian sympathy in feeling and courtesy in speech. To be slow to take offense, but always ready for reconciliation and mindful of the rules of our Savior to secure it without delay. We moreover engage that when we remove from this place, we will, as soon as possible, unite with some other church where we can carry out the spirit of this covenant and the principles of God's word. Let the church say amen. 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 You may be seated. Thank you, sir. Did I, did I do that right? Yeah. Okay, thank you. If you are uh, 
communing with us for the first time, I'm doing something wrong. There we go. If you're communing with us for the first time, we do practice what is known here as open communion. That is to say that you do not have to be a member of this church to partake with us. What we do ask is that you do as the Apostle Paul uh, has written, and that is, let a man examine himself, and so let him eat. I say every month that examination is not to see if we have sinned. That does not require examination. But the examination is to see where we stand in relation to what Jesus has already done about that sin problem. If you are a part of the Lord's family through Jesus Christ, no matter what household, you are welcome at the Father's table. Is there anyone who has been overlooked? Those of you who are at home, if you gathered your elements from the deacons yesterday, or if you have your elements ready, you can commune with us. On the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took bread, gave thanks, blessed it, broke it, and gave it to his disciples and said, this bread is my body given for you. Now take and eat all of it. Likewise, in the same manner, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it to his disciples, and, this, and said, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for the, for the remission of sins. Now take and drink all of it. And certainly we thank God for Jesus Christ. What a wonderful Savior we serve. Let me tell you two things, and then I'll give it back to Brother Jackson. He can give you instructions for our departure. First of all, beginning April 19th, beginning April 19th, we will, as a church family, begin fasting. Uh, and we will fast from sundown on April 19th for 40 days. And I believe that takes us through May the it's May the 29th or 30th May the 29th that takes us through May the 29th um, that is leading up to our holy convocation uh, on the first Sunday in June you'll receive more information but I did want to make you aware of, uh, of the fast coming up in just a, a few weeks April 19th we will begin uh, what I will ask is that um, based on what biblical fasting is, because it always involves some sort of food, um, that 
you pray, you seek the Lord, ask him what food you should give up um, during that 40 days and, uh, and that you would give something up that 40-day period and we will break fast together. You may find it necessary to switch some things. After the first week, maybe you add something else. Fasting should be an affliction to your soul. If what we're doing is easy, then we probably should add another layer. We want to tell our flesh, be quiet, because I'm listening for God's voice. All right? Good. April 19th. Second thing I want to tell you, um, we are going to have a hymn of the month, and we're starting this month. Uh, and the we will sing it next Sunday. All right? And the hymn is going to be uh, No, Never Alone. No, Never Alone. All right? Um, I closed with it today on purpose because I want you to hear the words because we're going to sing it. Now, next week, I don't expect you to know all the verses, but by the end of the month, we're going to be able to sing it without stumbling over the words, every verse, and, uh, and the stanza, and, uh, and we're just going to up, uplift our... Listen, there is something um, to the hymns of the church that is just uplifting that is timeless and uh, and I'll tell you I've got three children that I don't want to grow up having never heard that he promised never to leave me alone right all right good starting next Sunday uh, go ahead and you do some homework come ready y'all got it musicians all right ain't no faking it through. <laughs> we that's to the musician and that's to the pew choir too. We're going to get it. We're going to get it. All right? Good. God bless you. Brother Jackson, you got it, sir. Amen. Uh, before I give the benediction, I want to remind us of our, our commitment to giving to support the ministry of this church. Amen, somebody. And we have several ways to give. You can give in, by um, Giveify, tap, give, and done. You can also give by Cash App. That's dollar sign M-T-C-A-L-M-B-C. And there is a new text to give number, and that number is 855-908-0712. And for those who are giving in-house, the deacons will be at the door as you exit for those who are giving in the building. If all minds are clear, let's stand and, and be dismissed. And now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Let the people of God say amen. Amen. My brothers and sisters, please remain in your seats and follow the directions of the ushers. God bless you.